Welcome, Welcome to, to Arcade, Arcade Attack. Attack. Player, Player one, one, please press start. Gentlemen, start your engines. Player two has now entered the game. Player three, choose your weapon. Hello and welcome to the Arcade Attack podcast, um, special edition, Ooh, Champ- right. champion edition. Champion edition <laughs> with hyper mode building. Yeah, something, <laughs> something a little bit different today, um, but first of all, let's introduce everybody. My name's Keith and I'm here with Dylan. Hello listeners. Adrian. Uh, I'm happy to be back again. And our special guest star, <laughs> Rob. Hey, good to be here. I feel like uh, Bonnie Gumble when he got asked to join the B-Sharps. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty special, no doubt. Yeah, Rob and the rest of us go a long way back. Way, way back to Rob's the early like 90s. The, yeah. Rob's like the fourth leg of Arcade. Yeah. Um, we, were, we, were, we were a wobbly table before. It's <laughs> true. And now we are strong and stable. Strong and stable. Oh, nice. <laughs> Political. Like Topical. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, Rob's been stunning himself in uh, Australia for the last six months. And he's come back to join us on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I'll try to kind of, I'm trying not to screw everything up. <laughs> I'm sure you'll slot in comfortably, dude. Um, so yeah, this week as a bit of a special. Um, I thought it'd be nice for our listeners to get to know us. Um, they don't want to know us. <laughs> well, I don't I mean you know favorite colors. Ooh. Where do you work? Blue. That kind of boring stuff. <laughs> Blue. Blue. Name, it was purple last time. Was it? Oops. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm very changing. But no, just preserving the mystery. Yeah, yeah. I thought we'd have. A, I've got like a list of questions, but it's going to be nice and loose, and we're going to have a chat about like our gaming history, mm-hmm. some of our favourite games, favourite consoles, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So good. we'll start at the beginning. We'll go around the table. Mm. We're going to go to Dill first. Mm. What is your first gaming memory, and what was the first console slash computer owned by you or your family? <laughs> Get this right, my first actual gaming memory, um, I was at one of my cousin's house, and they had a rip-off Pong machine that actually hooked up to the telly. Hmm, We spent about two hours trying to get the thing to work, but when it it worked, I was like, wow, 
How is that? <laughs> how is that on the TV screen? It's magic. <clears throat> it was pretty magic. Um, Can and you then, kind of pinpoint when roughly that was? Oh, crikey. How that's got to be... Or even ping pong. About, ping pong. That's got to be about 88, 89. Oof. Crikey. Mm. We're, going, we're going way back. And then things... And they all started appearing in the shops then. So when you start mm-hmm. walking past Dixon's... I remember seeing Master Systems up and running (gasps) at Dixon's. So, yeah, and then the first console I actually acquired was after nagging my dad to death after the raft of Master System adverts that were out before Christmas 1990. Had to be done. Nagging works, people. Nagging works. (laughs) What were the Master System ads like? They were amazing. They were just like, I think it was just a kid, and they just, it was all about the power base. So it was just kind of there was yes. like a flash up of, of Hang On and Safari Hunt and stuff and you know all oh, this is like only a hundred quid man a hundred quid back in nineteen ninety it was, a, it was, was like, a bargain it was, was really well priced you had two controllers the gun and two built in games you can't yeah. really go wrong with that but I didn't know the games were built in I think we've had this discussion before we have, on yeah. a previous podcast so I spent a month or two playing just playing Ghostbusters. Only to realise that realize I had, you had Hang On built in. Too. <laughs> I, had, I had Hang On, Safari Hunt, and I had this weird maze game that you can unlock. Now the well. snail maze. Everyone remembers the snail maze. Everyone knows the snail maze game. <laughs> so, yeah, what was it called? Just snail maze. English. Yeah, yeah, I think or so. Smaze. Smaze. <laughs> I would have called it a real name. I would have called it Smaze. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's that's was my. That's why. So you got your master system Christmas 1990. 1990, yeah. And then I had a good couple of months of just playing Ghostbusters, which is the Activision version of Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. So not the the C64 one. The people love as well. People do love that one. Yeah. And you reviewed it, didn't you? A few podcasts back. I did. Uh, I'm not going to tell people what I gave it. (laughs) No, they can go and listen to that. Yeah, go go and listen to it. There's a big Ghostbusters symbol on the... uh, On the... SoundCloud site, so very easy check to it check out. out. Yeah. Hey, Adrian. Yeah. First memory. First I, memory. Probably yeah. first memory was going to my uncle's house, Uncle Victor, and he always loved his PCs and, and computers. And uh, going there as a kid, there was always two things we did. We either went with my uncle to go fishing, or we played with these computers. And I think the first thing we had was a good old ZX Spectrum. Yeah. And uh, that's just... fishing every day of the week for me. I'm sorry, <laughs> exactly. Um, I just remember going, Oh, this is amazing! Look at this, it's attached to the TV. Look at this, I can play these great games. And I, I, I after that, and I think my mum and dad were impressed as well. Like, oh, it could also be educational as well. They find that that's <laughs> and uh, not too soon after that, I, I don't know the exact date, truthfully, it must be in sort of mid to late 80s. Mm. We, uh, we, we acquired one at home ourselves. There's an Spectrum Plus for me and my two brothers. And uh, I've still got it, actually. I got it back recently, a couple of years ago, from my mum. The original ZX Spectrum. I, I, I have to admit, I haven't connected it up yet. It's, it's on my to-do list. But I just remember playing loads of games like Booty and Commando and the, the classics, you know. Uh, we, I think we had a few educational uh, tapes that they didn't really go into. Yeah, see, when thing. they bought it out, I think Clive Sinclair was hoping it would be, because he wasn't really interested in games, Yeah, <laughs> based on what I've read what I've read and stuff. Um, but it became clear quite quickly that that's all people were going to use it for. It, some of those games, though, you know, they're quite simple, but wow. You know, they, they shaped my childhood, and that was the start for me, basically. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> and I remember really late, just before we kind of moved on to the next system, 
uh, we were playing, me and my brother Mike were, were trying to do a bit of programming and do some pictures on the screen, make little animations. It just felt amazing to do that on the good old ZX Spectrum. Really, really good times. Cool. Rob? Uh, do you know what? I don't know. Like, it's kind of hard because obviously you have the arcade games mm. that used kind of, I don't know what it was like here. I grew up in South Africa and a lot of the time you kind of go to the corner stores and they'd have one arcade game in the corner. And maybe you'd, like, have a little bit of pocket money put into that. And I think, like, my mom went to bowling when she was, like, she was in a bowling league. Sometimes i go along and the bowling was right next to this whole, like, big arcade. So more nice. and more often i get money to go there. <clears throat> and I guess it must have been about seven or eight. But I think before that, we had a PC. Mm. And, like, it was kind of a really early, low-spec PC. Mm. So we had, I think, like, a four-color kind of, like, race game. <laughs> but, and, so um, Grand Prix Simulator probably yeah. or something like that but even before that I remember um, I th- it was basically like one of those games where it's like choose your own adventure but it was text based ah. oh there was a lot so, of those back then yeah so it'd be like mm. you kind of see this thing and it'd be like here's an apple and you'd have to find something to do with the apple but it couldn't be something obvious like eat apple because if you did that it'd be like there's a razor blade in the apple. You are now dead. <laughs> <laughs> so much like an actual choose your adventure game mm. book. Well, we, we love those. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I don't know. I think maybe Tetris might have been the first one. A really, really? Pr- primitive version of Tetris. On this old PC? I don't think on a school computer. Like oh, a really, oh, wow. when we used to kind of use DOS and stuff yeah. back in South Africa, I think uh, that may have been it. Okay. Good time. Good. Mm. For me, uh, same as Adrian, my first... First memory, first computer we had was a Spectrum. Just remember that, that Jet Set Willy, Manic oh. Miner, oh, yeah. those kind of games. The loading on the tape. Yeah, the, that noise. The, the noise. Let's, what's, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds like um, early pre uh, broadband like internet. Yeah, like a modem. Yeah, I think they. The it, it had a bit more charm than the modem noise, I think. It, it did. It did. But yeah, no, that was the first thing we got. I mean, that was. Yeah, it must have been, I don't know, I want to say about 86, maybe something like that. Um, that's probably, yeah, it's got to be the first memory I had. Um, what else did we have? Yeah, if we're sticking to first consoles and first memories, it's got to be the Spectrum for me as well. Good times. So, yeah. yeah, we're going to get into cons- other consoles and console history in a minute, so I'll stop, stop there. Um, actually, maybe I'll start. The next question I was Ooh. going to say... Talk us through your console slash computer history up to now. Oh. So, we had this Spectrum. How long have we got for yours, though? We haven't really got enough time, have we? I'll try and be quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we had the Spectrum. And this is... I cannot pinpoint at what point we got the Master System, but that's what we had next. Um, and I think my, my dad had obviously got quite heavily into video games at this point. Um, and what was, a dad. What a dad! Hey, he's awesome. Hi, Dad. <laughs> um, it was before we moved to Croydon, so it was definitely late eighties. I reckon it was about nineteen eighty-eight, something like that. And a really strong memory I've got is of playing. Um, well, it's World Soccer, isn't it? Oh yeah. On the Master World System. Soccer. I think they. It was called something else in America. But was it called Great Soccer? Great is that the same soccer, one? Because yeah. in America, like I they had a series of sports games on the Master System. So you had Great Basketball and Great Football. <laughs> yep. Great Soccer. But I remember playing that during World Cup Italia 90. Because remember, I had like a wall chart on the wall from the newspaper <laughs> and stuff. And I've got like a really vivid memory of that. Um, Better so, yeah. play that than Italia 90, the actual game. Have <laughs> <laughs> you guys played the Master System yeah, version? Uh, take, t- take the pretty awful Mega Drive version 
and make that ten times worse. Yeah. And, then got, and then you've got the Master System version. I remember playing it just the other day, all day, didn't score a single goal. Oh, man. <laughs> Did you could, almost, could not... At could least not on the Mega Drive one, you goal. can score. Were you playing it's as Middlesbrough? <laughs> 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 if Middlesbrough were a world team, yeah. then yes, it probably was. But, yeah, no. But, yeah, the Mega Drive, you just probably just wrong with it. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, we had the Master System, so that would have been from about 1988 to probably 91. Well, definitely 91. Because once we moved to Croydon, there was, and I don't know if you guys, you probably wouldn't remember, but there was a, a, bugging the hell out of me, I can't remember what the name of it was. There was a, like a small independent video game shop on Beckenham High Street. Mm. I don't know if you guys would have ever Man, ventured Man, I didn't even know Beckenham existed until I was about 18. So. Okay, so no. No. <laughs> um, and I just, I can't remember if I'd pestered him for it, or again, if it was just my dad wanting to play it. But I distinctly remember us travelling there, and we bought... A Japanese Mega Drive. Wow. Hmm. Which, I still don't know why we got an import one. Um, and so it had like the red bit instead of the white bit on the mm. front. And the 16-bit was in huge gold letters oh, instead yeah. of the smaller writing. That you could play the all the games, version. isn't it? I reckon someone has said to your and dad, was, yeah. this can play all the games. This can only play like European yeah. games. Why don't you get this nice shiny Japanese one? Yeah, and I game? think it would it would have been about 130 quid. Bargain. Bundled in with Sonic the Hedgehog. <sighs> Classic. <laughs> I can I can only imagine that I'd seen that and I was like, we have to get this, we have to get this, <laughs> and we did. Um, and I think I told this story in an article I wrote on the website, but somehow and I don't know how I managed to wangle the next day off school so that I could. Play, I remember you saying <laughs> play yeah. Sonic. Um, my mum was convinced that this didn't happen, but I'm sure it did. I don't remember it, so it must have happened. I think you faked illness. I probably so. faked illness. Yeah, I mean, I was still at primary school, so I don't think it damage my education too much um, <laughs> we'll never yeah. know if, if you went to school that day that day you could be, could be yeah, you could have been like the, yeah you could be like the next brain professor brain surgeon Hawking. rocket scientist who knows um, but I, yeah, I don't regret it no you're just like the hedgehog man I was like nine years I was nine years old and this is the thing as well when we got that I don't even remember Nintendo registering no I was like fat plumber with a moustache Blue spiky hedgehog yeah. who runs really fast and has loads of attitude. Yeah, rad. Attitude. I'm nine years old. I'm like, yeah, this is the guy for me. I think Sega definitely had more of an impact in the UK mm. than Nintendo when when we were at primary school. Mm. Oh yeah, like yeah. I don't know what Nintendo were playing at. Seriously, they could have got a much larger chunk of the, the market share. Back well, they just they were dominating in America. Then. They just did probably did. This, this before that, yeah, and this is before obviously before the Super Nintendo mm. as well. Because um, obviously the Mega Drive got a, was it like a two, two or three year head start, wasn't it? When did the SNES come out? It came out a year after, I think. The Mega Drive was eighty nine, wasn't it? So, but I don't know if the SNES came out over here in nineteen ninety. No, I think might have been Japan. Yeah, so there was that there was that long gap, and obviously yeah, we went in and got got the Mega Drive. Um, after that, we became kind of for a little while anyway. We were loyal Sega customers, so after that, we became the only family I knew. <laughs> That bought a Sega Saturn. Oh, yeah. So that, that would have been 1995. Um, when the rest of us had Playstations. <sighs> Not all of us. I got my PlayStation later. Yeah, yeah I mean, if, see, it's difficult now, but it would be quite cool to know when we got it. Because obviously, yeah, it came out the same year as the PlayStation in England. Um, I think it was a lot to do with the Sega arcade games. Mm. You know, my dad was a big racing game fan as well, and so he had Daytona and Sega Rally. 
How good um, were those conversions? On exactly. Saturday? And I love those games as well. So I think it was a bit of a no-brainer. And obviously as well, there were still people thinking, hmm, Sony, what do they know about video games? <laughs> True. What do they know? <laughs> Stick with the tried and tested. Obviously, N64 was still a little way off. Yeah. So, yeah, we got the Saturn. Um which we kind of limped on with for a few years. <laughs> and then, actually, the next console I bought was the first one I bought myself. Um, My wages from Quicksave. Yeah. Anyone remember Quicksave? Was yeah. that what you earned, like, £2 an hour? £2 an hour, something like that, yeah. So, God knows how I'm going to Slave labour. You wouldn't be able to get away without that. Yeah. Those. But it was, you were working in a supermarket, weren't you, as well, for uh, sub yeah. £3 wages? Uh, well, those were little, the days. Little Woods and Iceland, and it wasn't the best wages, yeah. No. <laughs> mm. Um, but I remember I think I got quite a good deal it was from Electronics Boutique but we're talking about maybe nine, in um, Croydon maybe 1998 <clears throat> I think 99 hmm. I think it was about 100 quid and it came bundled with Gran Turismo wow oh Playstation did I say Saturn <laughs> what did I PlayStation. say Playstation sorry I didn't yeah. oh sorry sorry it. Playstation yeah great um, purchase yeah 100 pounds yeah 100 quid Gran Turismo that was it then I became a Sony loyalist mm. quite quickly Sony loyalist it sounds bad that? doesn't it um, there's none so loyal as the converted yeah and so we had the Playstation and kind of the rest is history Playstation Playstation 2 which I bought with student loan money um, do I remember you paying full whack for that full whack my friend <laughs> well, I remember mm. looking at you after you bought it thinking, what are you doing <laughs> it would have been late when did it come out late 2001 yeah, yeah. Um, 300 and I think the console was 300 that's a lot of money and I bought Ridge Race of 5 wasn't it yeah I think it was Ridge Race yeah, one, Ridge was one, was one of the launch games and you had one of the Gran Turismo what, what, uh, what Gran Turismo not yet no not yet no oh, okay. later on um, oh. and a FIFA 2001 with Paul Scholes on the cover <laughs> oh yeah Scholesy his England kit Ginger Ninja <laughs> yeah 2001 and then that was it really for years after that because I mean it had quite a long lifespan didn't it mm. PlayStation 2 oh. um, that took me until probably 2007 because I think there was a few years in there where I wasn't really playing games and I that was my DVD player basically and it was my first ever DVD player which I think is true for a lot of people mm. oh yeah the yeah, PlayStation 2 yeah. um, and then eventually and I can't I can't it might have been Gears of War I remember seeing Gears of War and thinking ooh that looks good and then I got myself an Xbox 360. Uh, <laughs> so that'd be about 2007. <laughs> and that died. The old red ring of death. <laughs> you actually seen the art in, in live. And ring. I patched it up myself. Ah. And it lasted another month. <laughs> and then it just died. It was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> so I had to buy it. So I bought another one, a nice shiny black one. But by that, at that point, between maybe like 2007 and 2012, I was literally just playing Pro Evo. Mm. I think I played one of the Call of Duty games in that period, but I wasn't really heavily into the gaming. And then, around 2012, I remember going on eBay, getting a little bit of an urge to look at old Sega stuff, yeah. and I picked up a Mega Drive. What, what happened to your old Mega Drive then, or don't you know? My old Mega Drive was given away, oh. which I assume is what happened with the Master System as well. Mm. Um, that's what people did then. They yeah. either sold the old ones to get the new ones, yeah. or you just... I think it went to a friend of the family. Um, passed down. Passed off. So yeah, and I bought myself a Mega Drive and that was when the whole retro bug hit. And I, got, I was like, oh, what have I always wanted but never had? Super Nintendo. Yeah. I bought myself a Super Nintendo and then started collecting retro games. 
Um, yeah, because when you were a kid, the only ki- people who had a Mega Drive and a Super Nintendo were oh, the rich kids. Yeah. But kids that weren't quite rich enough to afford Neo Geos. Yeah. The oh, ones yeah. that would have both. Man, <laughs> I've never known anyone that rich. Could, wow, there must be millions of Neo, Neo Geo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if someone had a Neo Geo and more than one game, then they were like... <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's about a thousand pounds there. Should I buy a console or a game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was when the retro collecting started. Um, but yeah, that was it. It was exactly it. I was like, oh my God, I always wanted a Super Nintendo. But I loved my Mega Drive when I was mm. a kid. But I wanted both, but no one could have both. <laughs> it's unheard of. But now I'm an, an adult and I have some cash. <laughs> and then stuff was still relatively cheap as well. Now, obviously, retro collecting. Oh, it's skyrocketed, isn't it? Prices <clears throat> have gone through the roof. Um, and yeah, so I was happily plodding along, collecting old games. And then I think 2015, around November time, um, I bought myself a PS4. And I love it very much. And that brings us up to date with me. Um, oh no, it doesn't. I've missed one out. <gasps> which one? Hold on, let me, let me see if I can guess which I one know what it is. Out. Agent knows what it is. Dreamcast. Yeah. yeah no, no, I think it's sorry. Sorry. That came after the PS4 though, so I wasn't finished. Uh, and uh, I bought myself a Dreamcast. Uh, and like, I feel like I have to apologise to Agent because I'm pretty sure when he had his Dreamcast, which you'll tell us about, we all mocked him a little bit for it. Wow. He did because. Well, no, 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 not like behind your back. People, <laughs> I think we all kind of thought, oh no, why has he done that? <laughs> well, he, had one, yeah, he had one where, when it, when it was actually relevant, mm. we, we, the rest of us, have only got it, one. It off. always nagged at the back of my mind. I was always thinking, did Adrian buy it because Arsenal's shirts at the time had Sega Dreamcast? That's true. <laughs> I actually have a picture of Adrian with a Dreamcast shirt on somewhere, yeah. holding a Dreamcast, where is holding it? a Dreamcast. Because right, yes. <laughs> the awake it had Sega on, didn't it? That's right. And yeah. the home kit had Dreamcast. It is. Arsenal won a few trophies with that kit actually. yeah thank you very much yeah. yeah you won the title didn't you it yeah. sounds like a picture of Dorian Gray thing where the more Arsenal won <laughs> the worst Sega's consoles did so it's Arsenal's fault that Sega are no longer around is that, is that the answer that sounds about right <laughs> they're draining energy from Sega yeah, it's true and so yeah sorry so before I let someone else talk yeah Dreamcast which I picked up off eBay and then around the same time it might have been just before I was desperate to get a Saturn again because mm. I missed I missed my Saturn. And Adrian very kindly gave me his old one, which had some issues. So I'm still kind of babysitting it for him. It's still yeah. sitting on my shelf. Um, but my cousin Phil gave me his old one. And this this was just pure luck. He still had it in the loft with a bundle of games. And it was absolutely, it worked perfectly with a couple of controllers as well. So I was happy as Larry. Thanks, and, and he gave me an N64 which was literally just the console and a copy of um, Perfect Dark. Ah. No, no controller, no power lead, no... With the expansion <laughs> thing or not? No. Oh. No. Yeah, it wasn't much... It wasn't all that without the expansion pack. No. What could you actually do on it without the I've never, I've never... Been, um, you can play uh, multiplayer. Just the multiplayer. This mm. is the shame of it. I've never used it. Ah, boom. And that was about two years ago, and it's just sat <laughs> on my shelf, but... It looks nice. It does look nice. <laughs> I will get around to it. It's just with so many other games and consoles to play, it's just been low down on my list of priorities. But there you go. So, yeah, I think that brings us up to date. Yeah. Yeah, got there in the end. Should yeah. we mix it up? Should we do Robin's Should we jump Rob first? Yeah. Because mine's going to take about an hour. That's true. <laughs> go on, Rob. We'll go off. Okay, yeah, well, uh, history. yeah, like, um, as I say, we kind of had a low-spec PC, and we had kind of had a, a kind of really dodgy games, and we got a better PC, um, and we kind of got... You had got kind of slightly better games in there. I think we had Wolfenstein 3D, oh, oh, nice. but only like the first, only like the first kind of game, like game without all the other kind of add-on mm. things you get. So 
once you kind of beat Hitler with the kind of dual machine, oh. dual chain guns, you'd finish the game. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I think around the same time we got uh, Famicom to Japanese NES. Because oh, wow. uh, obviously, you know, South Africa in that time, you had the sanctions. You couldn't really get that much there. So everything was kind of really heavily pirated. We had like kind of a Famicom. And uh, basically how that worked was you could get the ordinary games. But a lot of the time you'd be getting four and one cartridges or eight and one or 16. Mm. It was like... It that was one of the best things about, you know, gaming outside of the UK. You could get those kind of cartridges. Mm. I remember kids at school going to like Malaysia and thing and getting mm. like... 30-in-1 Game Boy yeah. cartridge yeah. and we were all stuff with even yeah. one game pack and like yeah I had a 64-in-1 which was 64-in-1 oh. uh, for the Famicom yeah basically oh. how it worked is like most of the games would be kind of uh, old Atari stuff like Dig Dug oh. and oh, yeah. Frogger which you'd never want to play more than twice <laughs> or like Ice oh, Climber I could play Frogger all day mate all day Frogger. and maybe about a dozen of them would be genuinely good uh, but also, like much like there was when I came over here, there was a very strong kind of video game rental market. You could go to a video oh, yeah. shop or whatever, you can get something for a weekend or three days. And uh, obviously, you'd swap games with other people as well. And then around the kind of, the, I think, as I was saying, was getting into arcade games. And the one I got obsessed with, like I think we probably all did when we were 10, was Street Fighter 2. Oh, mm-hmm. hell yeah. The original Street Fighter 2. Yeah. And kind of got obsessed with getting this. And... Uh, kind of so came over here I think 1993 and first birthday I was over here got a Mega Drive because Street Fighter 2 Special Champion Edition just Uh, came out got that Sonic 2 and a 6 button joypad and I was like yes here we go did did you get two 6 button joypads or was there one person with the dodgy free one only I needed a 6 button joypad my old brother didn't need one oh poor (laughs) Mike Mike had to press start to switch to kick yes and uh, if we ever see and basically so we got like a series of of kind of games I was pretty obsessed with it for a couple of years or whatever and yeah if uh, we used to play two player a lot if Mike ever looked like, you know, I won pretty much all the time because I was older. <laughs> and if it looked like Mike was going to win, I'd press reset. Or pull his joy pad out of the socket. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and um, see, I kind of did that for about two or three years. And then kind of um, started, I think it was when I was about 13, 14, started into first music really heavily. Mm. Then uh, kind of movies and kind of pay less attention. But then kind of felt like I I was kind of earning some decent money out of like multiple paper rounds at one point and, uh, you know, kind of part-time jobs or whatever and thought I kind of fancied a new console. So I ended up getting in 64. Mm-hmm. What made you choose the N64? See, I was... was there, had, yeah, everything else would have come out by then, one PlayStation, Saturn. Yeah, I was a proper Sega loyalist mm. like you, I think, at the 16-bit era. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't really fancy a look at the Saturn and... Like you were saying, the only one. <laughs> you were saying about the, like the PlayStation. Didn't think Sony were going to be all that with the games, mm. and also I really didn't like the look of the joypad. It's really? too complex here. Yeah. Whereas the sixty four joystick joypad, I still think is one of the all time great designs. I cannot stand it to this day. I, I, I like it, but it looks weird. It's it funny looks... you should say that the PlayStation one looked complicated compared to the N sixty four one. <laughs> but the N sixty four one, it's kind of big and chunky, and all the buttons work really well, and they're big. And once you get used to mm. kind of holding it... One it's got the two big buttons, mm-hmm. I suppose. Like, yeah. A lot of the Mario games and things only require you to know a couple of buttons and just yeah, turn around. Whereas PlayStation, we're trying to get in. Bit you're, more complicated. You're square yeah. and you're triangle and you're, which switch? I remember thinking, which is which? Okay, it wants me to press X. I had to look at the, the control pad. Oh, I'll, okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, 
So, yeah, kind of had that for a while. Didn't really play that... Didn't buy that many games, but most of the ones I did, I used to play a lot. Like Mario Kart 64, mm-hmm. played a Shedload, GoldenEye, obviously. Oh, of course. Perfect Dark without the expansion pack, but I used to play that kind of against CPU and against like other people a lot. And, um, yeah, I think that was pretty much my kind of entire game history, sort of kind of spending money and other stuff around. Then also, I started feeling the way about games. I think a lot of people... I've spoken to the last two or three years feel about music in the sense I think once people get to a certain age they Mm -hmm. kind of start enjoying new music as much because and this is something I've noticed music more and more like falls into one of two categories once you get to a certain age it's either something like you've heard a million times before but better you think this sounds like something I already like I've already (laughs) heard the better version of this or you hear it and you think this sounds nothing like anything I like (laughs) And that was kind of what games, I think, right. got for me. Like, it was more kind of... The games more and more, I think, fell into a pattern where you'd have, like, a very RPG-heavy game. I was never really that into RPGs. Mm. Like, it couldn't just be a normal shooter where you kind of go along, you'd have to collect a bunch of stuff before you kill anything. And um, I guess the other thing would be it would be ultra-fast and really complex. And just, it was, wasn't as easy to kind of pick up and play anymore. They got too big for me to really, I think, yeah, I enjoy that much. That. I think that's what that's the general progression of games. Though. I think that's why a lot of people have gone back to retro gaming because yeah. things have got so complex now, and you know they're just tacking on too many things yeah. to the games. Well, I'll bang on about it later because I, I'm a big I I love current gen gaming, but I love retro gaming. The reason mm. I'm so I'm so passionate about my Saturn is because there's so many great arcade games on it. So literally, when you've got 15 minutes and I fancy playing a game, it takes that long to start a game on the PS4. Yeah. And when you Whereas go back to it, you've forgotten what the hell to do. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, but you can just bang in like Daytona or something like no. that and you can play it 50 minutes. Like, yeah, you can have fun like you would in the arcade. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I completely get that. I can tell, I can understand why some people are put off, you know, current gaming. So is the, the N64 was the last console you actually owned? Or did, have you had, you've had, have you had a Mega Drive since or was that your original Mega Drive? Uh, that was my original Mega Drive and now we kind of get the twist in the tail. Um, I had an N64, I had a Mega Drive, I had a Famicom at one point, and now they're all gone. Because oh. uh, my brother gave them all away to his friends. Oh. Gave them all away. That's what he said. I don't know the truth, but um, those games, like those consoles, are all Mike gone. Mike says he's not a socialist, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. We're all shaking yeah. our heads at you, Mike. Was, if you're listening. Mike's it's, taking a bit of a kicking on this podcast. <laughs> he has so far. He's getting revenge after all those uh, fights in the Street Fighter. Record. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I keep meaning to kind of get back into it properly. Like, obviously, there's you guys. Like, uh, when I was in Australia, I was staying with someone who had uh, a Meg Drive Master System, N64, SNES, wow. like, pretty much nice. the lot. Yeah. So, we like this guy. Yeah, girl. Oh, okay. We like yeah. this girl. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Rob, will, Rob will soon have a retro trio as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, excellent. One of us, one of us, one of us might have a spare one to give to him somehow. Uh, so there you mm. go. Spare one. Spare one. But, yeah, uh, just knocking you know, around. Just, uh, yeah, just but, knocking around. I think like also there's games I still like, the newer games I like I've played, but they kind of tend to be odd ones. Mm. Something like Crazy Taxi or oh, um, yeah. what's I can't remember that, that game where basically you're in an arena and you're splattering everyone with paint. Splatoon. Yes. Very good game. Actually. Like those are the kind of games I like. Kind mm. of. I don't know, it feels like there's le- there's not maybe not enough of those to warrant buying an yeah. entire console. Mm. That's but, cool. Yeah. 
Anyway. Eight. Oh, it's going to be... Console uh, history. It's a long list. It's a long list, to be honest. Because <laughs> I've, I've got two brothers, as you know, already now. So, so. listeners, yeah, listeners, take a break. <laughs> yep. Go to the loo. Make a cup of tea. Uh, make a cup of tea. You know, get get pumped for, for this next day. Because <laughs> yeah. me and Adrian together... It's, it's oh, I'll whisper it quite quick. Because I, 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 maybe in future episodes, or even previous ones, I'll talk a bit more about them and how I got into them. But I'll, Yeah, I'll you keep, talked about how you've got some of these systems yeah. and stuff in so, the past, haven't you, as well? So. I'll keep it ready to be brief today but um, I think just having two brothers and different birthdays and Christmases we used to sort of join up and go oh this Christmas this so that that's why I accumulated many many consoles and PCs over time and so for example the like, like you know guys the first thing I had was the old ZX Spectrum and then just after that my uh, uncle got the the Amiga I believe he got the Amiga 500 and uh, I, I probably I probably even even to this day, have the strongest feelings about the Amiga more than any other sort of console slash PC. It was that important to me. Um, when my uncle got it, I basically like everyone like I think Keith was saying or didn't say they're nagging. We need this. Yeah. We need this. We need this. <laughs> Got to do it. And it just so happened that the Amiga six hundred had come out, and we got that. And uh, great computer. See, most people had the five hundred. Yeah, it's quite rare. The six hundred was relatively rare. It didn't really improve much on the five hundred. Truthfully, it took up less space. I, I'll, I will explain. Oh yeah, sorry, what, sorry. Yeah, I'll explain sorry. what Amiga I had later. But the, the 600 was only biddy, wasn't it? it was only biddy. So the graphics were a tad sharper, but nothing crazy. And uh, I remember the packing game was a good old Captain Planet. So I might talk about it in a future pod actually. It's an interesting little game actually. Uh, the the Amiga I had for many years it, it saw me through some some good times. I probably got that late, very late 80s. I would say late 80s. Um, played that for good five six years. Um, during that time as well we also picked up a master system which we played that was like the downstairs console and then uh, we, we, we picked up a, a mega drive hang we, on a sec downstairs console did your parents allow you two to get Amigas because they thought it would be educational in some way <laughs> well, it, had a, it had a keyboard so it must be educational well, yeah, yeah. Yep. that's, that's true. about the same keyboard <laughs> my parents it's true because the they were expensive they were, they were expensive they were like Two, three times more than consoles. So, yeah, uh, when you say that the Master System was 100 quid. Yeah, mm. so the league was a lot more than that. But yeah. but yeah, it was, hey, I did a bit of homework on it now and then, truthfully. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> um, and the Master System was downstairs. We used to play that a little bit as well. Uh, we, we then got a, um, I think we got a PC next. Quite a, a sort of mid-range PC. That's when I got into June 2 and sort of Day of the Tentacle and I got more into my PC gaming. And then got the Mega Drive, and uh, well, I've told you that already, guys. Uh, when I was when I was talking about, uh, I think it was 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 it Zool? I can't remember now. Um, might have been Zool. Might have been Zool. Might have been Zool. Um, but the Mega Drive was was really good, and uh, the, the games and that were great. We got Super Street Fighter Two as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I had that. Yeah, no, no it, guys, it wasn't it was Earthbound Gym, wasn't it? I was talking about how I got my first few games. Sonic Two, Zombies Ate My Neighbours, and Earthbound oh, Gym. Oh yeah, now that is a good trio. That was, that was a great trio. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. a good trio. Yeah. Uh, then, then oh, some of the games are brilliant. You know, Super Street Fighter Two. Huge, huge memories of playing that. Uh, it doesn't work anymore. I played it that much. The, the cartridge doesn't work anymore. No, I've never heard of a cartridge not working. <laughs> when I when I put it into the Mega Drive now, and I'm, I still try it now and then because I want to play it. The screen just goes orange. Really weird, oh, right? Try blowing on it. Yeah, try blowing on it. So that was the first thing. Blowing on the cartridge. Never heard of that tip before. After after the Mega Drive though. 
we it's probably fair to say that I've got more into my PC game we've got a better PC um, I'm talking sort of more advanced games which I'm going to talk about in some more future pods um, but but like what's the first console you bought keep your own money uh, the PlayStation PlayStation I think the first console uh, I well, well I know for a fact the first console I bought with my own money was the N64 and it, it looked great and I mm. remember playing GoldenEye at my friend's house before <laughs> And I think I waited till the N64 was £99, with wow. gold nine included. I went, wow, I've got that money in my bank, I just earned enough at good old Little Woods. I'm yeah. going straight over to, um, I think it was H&V in Croydon, picked it up. And I really, really got into my N64. Um, around that time as well, I mean, just before as well, we got the old PlayStation as well. Uh, we also got a Dreamcast. Oh, you guys had everything. We did have everything. After, we were quite spoiled in that sense. <laughs> three say, brothers, I guess. Three, three brothers in total. Uh, we got the Dreamcast as well. And I, I, I probably didn't put as much time in the Dreamcast as I probably should have done. Um, <laughs> neither did Sega. Neither did Sega. <laughs> Still. How long was it? It was like 18 months after it came out before it was discontinued. Yeah. So that's pretty bad. Yeah, and uh, I think it was maybe the Arsenal link. I think it was more Mike's console, if I remember correctly. And sort of Mike sort of had that in his room and kind of thing. I had the odd go. Uh, uh, ah, around that sort of time, must have been about sort of 97, 98, Jaguars were basically given away. If you went to an electronics boutique, you could pick them up for pennies. <laughs> I really wish I got one. Hey, apparently... And I, is it like yeah. now when you go into what? HMV and they say, would you like any of these CDs and DVDs for a pound? <laughs> it was. No, I, would again, you like I've a been, Jaguar for a pound? I've been reading people's stories on this uh, Atari Jaguar um, Facebook group one, and apparently some people picked up a Jaguar for like £30. Wow. <laughs> a ja- a Jag new. CD was £20. <gasps> you know, the actual Jag CD, the games are £5 each. Imagine if they just kept it sealed, how much yeah. they're worth now. Well, I, I remember going, I think it was from Electronics Boutique, and I picked up the, the console and about five games, which I, which I still play today, probably for about £60 in total. It's probably before the, <laughs> last, the, the, the last ever slash of prices. But they were basically given away. And again, That's a little crazy. bit of the Dreamcast at the time. I didn't put too much time in the Jaguar, but my love of that console has grown. Grown over time. Over time. Like a fine wine. Like a fungus. <laughs> like a fungus. <laughs> like, um, a f- like a fungus. <laughs> oh, man. And, and then PS2, PlayStation 2. Yeah. And that was great. One of my favourite consoles of all time. I then uh, went to my uh, mum's house uh, many years ago now, but my brother gave me a GameCube and said, look, there's a new this is a Zelda game. And at the time... I love my Zelda games. So you must play Wind Waker. So he actually gave me the GameCube, which is very kind of Chris. I really appreciate that. Um, then I went for a little period, actually, of not really playing many games. I was into my football managers and championship managers. And I was like, yeah. hmm, I'm, twi- I'm more... My time is, I'm going to try and build a winning team and try and take up Russian and Diamonds up to the Premier League and stuff, <laughs> you know? Um, but recently, a lot of the consoles I had as a kid, I got hold of about probably about two years ago now, yeah. two, two and a half years ago. Got them out back from my mum's loft. Put them all out. They're all working fine, apart from the Saturn, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, but it's that's. It's, I still reckon that's salvageable. I'm I'm going to take it and yeah. try and get it fixed. Actually, definitely, if you don't mind. Um, but recently, I've also treated myself to a very powerful PC, very powerful PC, and I actually built it myself. I'm quite proud of it, actually. And uh, I built the bit separately. I watched the. I was a bit sneaky actually. I watched this YouTube video. They basically gave me a list of where to buy all the parts and they showed the video how to put it together. It still wasn't perfect. It took me about a whole day with my brother helping out to get it working, but I'm very, very happy with that and playing some quite high-end games now, like Doom, for example. 
Uh, really, really good. And the, my re- my recent most recent purchase is the old Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. which I just treat myself. When the, when I realised the launch title was going to be a Zelda game, there was no stopping you then, was there? Yeah. Oh, I, f- I forgot actually. I got the Wii U as well. Wii and oh, the Wii yeah, U yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, we've was... got we've got a Wii. How did I overlook the Wii? Yeah, the Wii often gets overlooked. Oh, because it doubles up as my GameCube as well. So. Oh, I must not forget actually. And I, guys, I sound like a proper. Like, I mean, spoil with stuff. And yeah, just put you put the three of us to shame. A little bit, but <laughs> you my, literally my, owned every console. <laughs> Whoa, not you, you might say, oh, but not the NES. You never owned the NES, but oh, no, but for Christmas, my of lovely course. wife bought me the mini NES, which is quite rare these days. Actually, mm. crazy. Yeah, the so prices rare are now. crazy. Yeah. Why did they not make any more? Of those? They're, they're doing a Super Nintendo Ooh. version soon, aren't they? Mm. I might have to get one of those. I don't know. I, I tried playing the Mega Drive version of that because I don't know if that come out here. Um, there've been mm. plenty oh, yeah, of those some, kind of plug yeah, and play yeah, versions yeah. with games built in. It's yeah. just it's not the same. Like the game physics are a bit off. Well, I think this one. I mean, Adrian will attest to it because it was a Nintendo product. Mm. You know, the controller is right. It's a brilliant. It's, yeah. Brilliant mm. port, Whereas a lot of those Mega Drive things are obviously third party. It's not quite the thing. same. So if, if Sega ever did it properly, it might you know might be worth a go. Oh, Mini Mega Drive. Mini Drive. Oh. It's a it's a long list. I might have even skipped a few things. To be honest, well, I forgot stuff. So yeah, yeah if it pops into your head, I've just had shout out Dylan when stuff, he's talking. Like, <laughs> Game Boys advances and stuff, and fly me. I don't know. It's crazy how much time and money's gone to gaming, but no regrets at all. So no deal. After that, probably would have been cheaper. Compete? You've got a crack habit. <laughs> yeah, probably would have. Yeah, true. It's true. Adrian's crack habit slash games habit. Um, right. Yeah. No. Well. Oh. I can't really top that, but mine, <laughs> mine's pretty bad. Um, actually, what we're we're recording this podcast in my house right now. At the moment, I estimate <laughs> Count there is about ten consoles here, really? ten eleven <laughs> at the moment. So I'm gonna, I'm quickly run through which ones I've lost along the way. My Master System, the, the one the one I got when I was eight years old, I still have you have to this it. day in a box upstairs, um, even with some of the original games that I had. Yeah. You know, and that's uh, the power base people, not the, the power base. Too. Yeah, Adrian kindly gave me my Ghostbusters back as well, so I now actually have the first game I ever owned. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to stick that in a box or something and mount it on yeah. the wall, much to my girlfriend's annoyment. Um, so yeah, so Master System, I lived with it for about two, three years until I got to secondary school, and then I realised I was way behind the times. <laughs> so it's part of the oh dad I'm going to secondary school now I need something to study on as well look at this this is a computer <laughs> it's called an Amiga 1200 oh the sacred 1200 <laughs> the, the the 600 only had a megabyte of RAM yeah. the 1200 had two megabytes Ooh, and the AGA power. the advanced graphic something chipset someone yeah. has to tell me what that stands for now <laughs> but the AGA chipset and I Man, that Amiga kept me going almost through the whole of secondary school. That's so good. And also, all the, all the games that Adrian used to lend me that I may or may not have copied. <laughs> and then you never told me this, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then during that time, uh, we went to school with a guy called Dan. We yeah. did. Yeah, we did. And uh, he, uh, he needed some cash to buy a new PC. So he sold me his Mega Drive. This must have been in 93, 94. Uh, he sold me his Mega Drive Raft of Games or Sunset Riders Robocop vs Terminator Ooh, I borrowed that from him at one point yeah, we shot games Sonic 3 yeah I got all of that off him for 60 quid Ooh. that is incredible yeah get, get this right and also we went um, to school with a guy called Stephen Gutteridge 
Oh yes. <laughs> and he needed money for he needed money for some jeans or something to impress some ladies. <laughs> that sounds like him. So so he sold me NBA Jam, a game genie, and Brian Lara for ten pounds. Oh so, my god. So I was living La Vida Loca. Yeah, you were just my, in the right place at the right time. Right, t- right place, right times, right. The Amiga keep me going, Mega Drive keep me going. Um, so now we're ticking on 97, 98 now. Yeah. Uh, and then everyone had a PlayStation. It's true. Everyone had a PlayStation. I was like, oh, Dad, I know we're poor, but can I please really have a PlayStation? <laughs> it worked. I had a PlayStation. Yeah. It came down in price fairly quickly as well, didn't it? It basically? did. I think. The, and it the, started off a hundred quid cheaper than the Saturn anyway. Yeah. The bundle I got was a hundred pounds from. It was actually the Christmas they almost sold out of them. It was a hundred quid, and I got Tomb Raider two with it. Nice. What a game that was. Nice. Um, Tomb Raider 2, and I think I, I picked up Formula 197 for like a tenner or something. So mm, classic. It was best, best Christmas ever, that, that one. So that must have been, what, 98? 98, 99. Yeah. Something around there. And then, actually it must have been 98, because 99 was when I got my first job up at Gatwick. Oh, yeah. And then I just kept on, all of my wages went to PlayStation games. Hmm. Like literally the whole, yeah. the whole kind of year and a half I was in that job, it all went down there. Um, I was... Playing the championship manager stuff, we got uh, the Amiga. Kind of didn't really work as a study tool, so <laughs> I didn't persuade my friends to get a PC. Fancy that! <laughs> <laughs> the PC worked much better, even though I put stuff on a floppy disk, take it to college, and obviously the floppy disk would be corrupted, and that, that would be my excuse. No slash reason that uh, I did not give him my work. So, so then PC stuff then before I went to uni, and then at uni I didn't have any consoles up there, and no one really did. We we're too busy drinking and. And getting out, did getting you out have of the thing. a PS2? No, I didn't have one at Whose PS2 was it? I did, had it. I remember playing I only it. had it, I think, in about the second or third year I was oh, at uni. Okay. So the first couple of years I was. Well, actually, I might have been midway through the second year I was at uni. I actually got a PS2, so because um, one of my mates worked down at Game, in, I got it for not much. And, you know, <laughs> not yeah. as much as I paid for it. Not as much, no. <laughs> But yeah, and then one of the games actually, I got it quite must have got it quite late in the late in the life cycle because I got Vice City not long after I got it. Oh wow, okay. So I got mm. Vice City. Oh, what a game that was! Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, so yeah, so that was then PS2. I got really bored of the PS2. Amazingly, <laughs> silly boy, exchanged it for a GameCube. Oh, so well, I exchanged it. There was a place in Pontypridd that. Uh, Give me a pretty good deal. I had the Resident Evil Zero, oh, yeah, yeah. the Resident Evil remake, oh, and the GameCube. Oh yeah, it was, that was a great couple of days. So what was it? Straight trading? Straight trade. Yeah, straight trade. Yeah, but I traded. I traded some good games, man. I had mint mint copies Final Fantasy VII and oh. Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, and they both oh. been mint. And the biggest regret in life. Like like <laughs> what the, the copies are flying around now. What fifteen twenty quid are pretty shabby. Might those would have yeah. been like a mint copy. Those would have been like yeah. creme de la creme, but. Hey ho, I've, I've actually owned about four PS2s in my life. So, <laughs> so that summer, I think I had the GameCube. I came, I came back to Croydon, exchanged it for another PS2. So I got, so I went from GameCube back to PS2, and then my PS2 ruled. It ruled the roost for ages. Yeah, I know. I say this to you every century PS2, but I'll never lose you again. Simpsons. Yeah. And then I did. So, so then that PS2, yeah, got a bit bored, and I needed a next gen console. 
So it's funny how Keith said about Gears of War, because I think we must have got them about the same time, Mm. because I got the Xbox 360 pack with Gears of War and Pro Evolution Soccer 6. Yes. And I was like, oh, this is Do you remember when we did some online games of Pro (laughs) Evolution? It was like, this is incredible. Now, obviously, online gaming is just just an everyday thing <laughs> but me and Dylan trying to get it to work with the headset and at yeah. one point Dylan's voice seemed to be coming from the, my console it was very weird <laughs> we were there we were one of the pioneers pioneers of, of online, online Xbox gaming, gaming. <laughs> so they had a bit Xbox 360 but all, all throughout that time I was actually collecting retro stuff so I was collecting mm. back stuff for the mm. Master System back stuff for the Mega Drive because I never kind of fell out of it I think you guys have kind of got back into it which is oh yeah I, yeah I was definitely I've moving never, on to the next thing I've time. never really let it go so the the 360 actually because I had it Red Ring of Death got another one yeah, didn't one. actually play use it as a DVD yeah use it as a DVD yeah, machine yeah. Um, you know up until recently we're just using it for Netflix and stuff and then and then we and then what my I suppose my current current console is the the PS4. I did have a Wii in there as well. Everyone has a Wii. Everyone has a Wii at some point. Everyone has a Wii. Barely played it. (laughs) (laughs) But now, see, I'm making sure that we've got full representation in the house. So the PS4 is fine. Yeah, that's up in the bedroom. You say everyone had a Wii. Did that coincide with uh, getting partners and their children? Do you know what? The Wii that we... The Wii we have... (laughs) Wii we have? The Wii we own is actually Shell's. So it isn't mine. It does belong to the, the first we I yeah the first we I owned I bought with my ex. There you go. Eight, but your we. Yeah, I bought it uh, for the kids really. And I uh, oh, see there you go yeah kids. Uh, and my first we broke. But it was one of those ones that you could turn into a GameCube, but that broke. So I, the new we I got, I got a future black we, and it just it wasn't backwards compatible, which really annoyed at. <laughs> So I had to Ooh. rebuy a GameCube. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Do you know what this says more about anything? Kind of going around the circle, especially like people like Adrian have had, like, or Dylan have had masses and ma- Actually, all three of you have had masses yeah. consoles. But since yeah. as the consoles no one's really talked about, obviously kind of a couple of people got SNESs, like mm. post kind of the thing, but no Meg CDs, no 32Xs, no... Uh, no, because I think... We uh, weren't really. We none of us really had the money to. No, get we and all our parents yeah. were obviously smart enough to realise that that was a bad investment. Oh, yeah. I seriously the, considered getting a thirty-two X. Did you really? Money, yeah. Wow. But uh, they didn't have the range of games in the end. It was like Sonic and Knuckles and Doom, and that was yeah, about it. And Virtual Racing. I think in total it's Maybe got Virtual about thirty-nine Fire. games for it. Most of which just look like Mega Drive games. There's mm. really not a lot to yeah. add. And again, we'll probably talk about it on another podcast at some point, but. People, no one would have bought it if we lived in the internet age then because the Saturn came out, I think it was four months afterwards or five months afterwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the other thing. So people yeah. with a Mega Drive, why, why would they spend their money on this mm. when, you know, the next generation is just around the corner? But, but you attempted. That's interesting. I was just because the, the initial lineup of the games is really good. They were mm. like those, those four. Yeah. And you don't really know what else is going to come out. And if you had a Mega Drive, just kind of, kind of yeah, yeah. And, I mean never really fancied a Mega CD and I thought like this is the next step up from that I, it's going to be even better I did I remember seeing Mega CD games in magazines and stuff and thinking oh they look really cool um, but none of them seemed to review very well at the time mm. Night Trap and Road Avenger and stuff like that mm. and the, the screenshots looked cool mm. but it was a, a lot of just press this arrow when it mm. lights up and they didn't seem yeah. like real games um, and yeah, I've kind of passed people by over here, I think, really. I think it did a bit, yeah. And everywhere else, really. Pretty much, yeah. 
Okay, so console history. So now this is a hard one. <laughs> Favorite console slash computer of all time. Yeah, that's a tough question. I, Who wants to go first? <laughs> this is funny because I'm I'm torn a bit. One, the Mega Drive was massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, I think yeah. I think looking back, you know, the amount just the the sheer amount of joy and how many games are on that. And now you know that we've that we're adults and we can we can get the um, we can get the uh, you know the, the games that we want on it. Eight what eight hundred games or something on the on the Mega Drive? Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm talking between that and actually the Amiga, mm-hmm. the Amiga twelve thousand. Really? Mm-hmm. And is right. yeah, are we talking because of like your memories of it? And... Yeah, I think again just for the pure the like the range of the range of games, both of those. What I, I don't want to I don't want to even try and guess how many Amiga games mm. are out there, but they were all. It was a kind of a bridge between for us that couldn't afford a PC mm. and yeah, yeah. some kind of advanced. Games, you know, from from your from your platformers and your and your football games, but yeah, those two for That's me. Fair enough. So yeah, so A, do we talk about so your favourite, not necessarily the best, your favourite, the one that's probably the best memories for me, uh, probably was. I have to agree with Dylan the uh, the Amiga for me. It's it's a close battle. Yes, I had a bet with myself that you'd say that. Yeah, <laughs> you win the bet, but it's, it wasn't a it wasn't a you know unbeaten season kind of decision. It was. Uh, <laughs> It was a quite a close one, but def- just overall, it just meant so much to me. And the the, the, the diversity of games was amazing, you know. Mm. And some of the games, uh, a lot of them up there are my f- best games of all time. Mm. So we'll talk about that later, I'm sure. But that that's yeah, the Amiga for me. Cool. Well, I know you've got less than time to choose from. But uh, what's your favourite console of all time? No contest to me, Mega Drive. Mm. Everything about it, like I think posh. Part of it is you. It was at the right age. Got the Mega Drive oh, yeah. when I was eleven. Kind of played it like nonstop. Till I was thirteen, mm. maybe fourteen, and um, I think it was just. It wasn't just that I was the right age, but I think like I like those kinds of games, the platformers and the beat 'em ups yeah. and all that yeah. kind of stuff. There was a good kind of. It was a good range of different games, and also like I just lo- I really like the way it looked. We were kind of talking about the Mega Drive SNES thing later on, and I think even the SNES had better graphics and sound. The Mega yeah. Drive was just. It was cooler. Like, you look at the kind of snares, and it's all the primary colours. Mm. And, like, you got the main mascot as Mario, like a cute, friendly, chubby plumber. It's basically a kid's kind of console. Whereas yeah. Mega Drive, it's sleek and black. It had kind of Sonic is, like, kind of... Is the kind of cooler... When you're 12, it seems no. like the edgier kind of... Um... And that's what that's exactly what Sega were going for, wasn't it? Mm. I mean, even when it came out, before Sonic came along, Altered Beast was the... Pack game wasn't it? Yeah. Rise, <laughs> rise from your grave. <laughs> but yeah, even that they were they were pushing it for like the arcade conversions yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff, mm. um, and that appealed to me. But this, that, yeah, I mean, it was all about that Tom Kalinsky revolution in the early oh, in America, yeah. with Sonic, with Sonic and everything. And it's got to be, I think, out of the retro consoles that we cover, it's the best one in terms of third party coverage as well. You know, Nintendo mm. were too busy trying to cap people. They were so strict, many, weren't they? How many games yep. they could publish on it. Say so you were like, oh, you can make games. Why don't you make Do one it. for our Mega Drive? Yeah. Mm. The thing about the Mega Drive as well is that it kind of has, at that time in the mid-90s, there's like a lot more kind of cultural penetration. Like, you watch Swingers, the film, which we used to watch all the time when we were 16. <laughs> Way too many times. Yeah. And, but, you know, like, they're playing NHL yeah. on the Mega Drive. You look at, like, kind of the inlay of ill communication by the Beastie Boys, like, when Sabotage, Short Show, and came out mm. in, like, 94, and they're playing a the Mega Drive inside that. Like, mm. it was kind of the cool console it, especially in at the time. Mm. Um, but, yeah, and over here, really. 
Yeah, I can't deny that. Mm. It's, a, it's a cool console. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Me. Um, see, now, I, again, I love the Mega Drive. Mm. Yeah, because cause, cause it is, like Rob said, because of the age we were at then. We were mm. 11, 12, 13. It has really strong memories. But, for me, it's a more modern one. And I have my reasons. My favourite console, because I, I thought about this long and hard. Because <laughs> um, I've got a follow-up question, so because you might be surprised. Mm. But my favourite console of all time, which I consider to be the best as well, is the PlayStation 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that, that. The, not only the sheer volume of games, I think it had something like 4,000 games released for it, <laughs> which is just insane. And and it's I mean it's a great one to collect for now because you can pick the games up for like 99p. Hmm. Um, but just, it was it was that period of change in gaming and that was when we went on to stuff like Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. 3. Um, yeah. What else? Silent Hill 2. Silent Hill games, yeah. The evolution of the Silent Hill games and the Resident Evil games and everything was just bigger and it because it, I, I, I thought about it, it was kind of a toss-up between the Mega Drive and the PlayStation and for me there's just more to those games now and I find myself going back to PlayStation 2 more than I do the Mega Drive. Mm-hmm. And it was such a big step up from PS1. Like you can look oh, at the PS1 huge. and like the PS1 Saturn generation and... Yeah. Everything's like kind of you got that blocky 3D pixelated kind of stuff. The yep. PS2 looks super smooth. You only have to, we've talked about them on previous podcasts. I have until I'm blue in the face. If you take, for example, Silent Hill on the PlayStation and Silent Hill 2 on the PlayStation 2, I mean, it's night and day yep. in terms of the graphics. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think for me, it was just those kind of those new experiences that we'd not really had in gaming before. Um, the stories that could be told and the depth to the games and mm. even just, just things like. You know, a lot of our listeners might not be that big into like sports games, but that was when Pro Evo just took football games into a whole new level Mm. of playability and realism and stuff. Um, So yeah, that's mine. I think PlayStation Two is my favourite console of all time. Okay, so next question. So we talked about what our favourite systems are. Yeah. Favourite system to collect for Ah. and why. We'll start with Do you Adrian. want to go first? We'll start with Adrian because he's literally chomping at my bit. I'm <laughs> champing at the bit. And I'm chomping at Dylan's bit alone. And it's actually both now, but we, we digress. <laughs> well, like I said, about two, three years ago, I got all my old consoles back from my mum and, you know, one of the best days of my life, I'd say. <laughs> and one of the consoles was the Atari Jaguar. Ooh, and actually, no. <laughs> apart from the Sega Saturn not working that was the, the Jaguar was the one I gave in the most sort of jip with really because I put it in it didn't work straight away <clears> but it was so dusty because it'd been on mum's loft for years I had to get the hoover out uh, a good half an hour going please work please work <laughs> and it eventually got working and um, I never yeah. had loads of games from the Jaguar I had um, Wolfenstein uh, I had Cybermorph I had this I can't even pronounce this today guys this is this uh, snowballing game I can't pronounce it so I didn't have loads um, finally I can get Bubsy on the Jaguar <laughs> yeah. and I obviously by then I was helping out Dylan with Arcade Attack and I realised obviously it doesn't take a genius to work out there's not many Jaguar games <laughs> and I thought this would be an interesting little project wouldn't it try and collect all these bad boys um, there's about 60 odd 70 odd games in total for the Jag and I, I thought that's, that's doable so I've set myself a little target I, there's no time scale exactly. You're about halfway on, yeah? Yeah, maybe a tad more than halfway. Yeah. No, well, about 30-odd, 35 games. Uh, most of what... You're going. It's quite enjoyable. I love the box art. 
the, the games are hit and miss, truthfully. <laughs> there's, there's some great games, but quite a few stinkers, truthfully. Oh, yes. Um, I just like the box as well. I think they look good. I, I, I've always been a fan of the mm. cartridge, and it sort of divides opinion, that kind of curved bit. And I think it's a bit of an underdog, and I always like an underdog. <laughs> and uh, the games, they are expensive, uh, but if you keep a little eye out, you can always see the odd deal on eBay. So I never, tr- I never try and pay... More than sort of twenty or thirty pounds for a game. I have I've paid sometimes, but that's my. You've got this whole world. homebrew thing now as well with mm. Jaguar. Yeah, and actually that reminds me because uh, a couple of the games I do own are homebrews now, like Zenon Two, mm. and uh, of course Another World. Yeah, uh, a brilliant, brilliant games, and there's there's more coming out. There's more coming out in the next few months, and you know I'm not going to get every single title. I don't think there's some games that are ridiculously rare, like Atari Carts. Have you heard about that? What's it's that? it's yeah. like a Mario Kart clone. Well, uh, it, it's quite good apparently, but um, the games go for about two hundred pounds. Wow! It's yeah, a lot, isn't it? Again, it's kind of almost a holy grail. I'll give you the Atari Jack, but I just love collecting. I think, like I said, they all, I've got them all lined up now on my, my on my um, shelf, and I just think they look cool. I like the colours as well, kind of black but like bright colours and the Jaguar logo. So yeah, definitely, that's that's the one I mainly collect for these days. So uh, cool. hopefully I'll be able to finish with the collection off one day. You never know. <laughs> Deal. I've been amassing consoles. That I you have. You've been doing bits and pieces, so, haven't you? Yeah, so I didn't want to get into it earlier, but in the house is a PS4, a Wii, GameCube, a, PS- a PS2 that doubles up as a PS1, uh, Xbox yeah. 360, the old Xbox... The N64, my old master system is up there. Um, and actually, what now I really want to find games for is my newly acquired Dreamcast. Ah, yes. Big, big up the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Which actually broke the other day, but I fixed it. Hey, it that, good man. That, the, um, the problem where it resets games, but got on YouTube, saw that video about the connectors. Yeah. Got I in there with my, with my screwdriver, fixed that. Job done. Point. Job done. So I can, I'll give you your Jet Set Radio back now. Oh, have you played it now? Yeah. It's, it's cool, isn't it? Bloody hard, but yeah. It is, but it's so, <laughs> such a cool game. <laughs> i get it back to you, but yeah. So that's your favourite to that's like, For the, for for the moment. You've got so many to choose from, dude. <laughs> that's the thing, though. You, do, you kind of find yourself having to kind of narrow it down, because you could yeah. just, you know, I suppose if you're out and about and you mm. see games. Well, I've just got in 64 yeah. as well, so I know I'm starting to buy in 64 games. <laughs> yes, do Man. it. I'm out of control, guys. I'm out of control. My name is Dylan and I have a problem. <laughs> there is going to be, oh, I don't know if I should announce it now, obviously we've got a Saturn section on the on the website. Yes. Where obviously they're going to have a PlayStation section and a Dreamcast section and an N64 section. And because why not? Oh, and Adrian's going to support the Jaguar section. Age Jag Corner. Yeah, Age Jag Corner. Give that like two visits the whole year, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel, I feel like it's a good time to kind of expand our range a little bit. I really have to curb it, but I don't want to, but I have to. <laughs> so, it is like a drug. I have a question for like... Actually, you go first. Okay, you I'll go first. Yeah. So my favourite system to collect for is my Sega Saturn. Yeah. Um, ever since I got my action replay cartridge, which has opened <laughs> up the world of Japanese, Japanese Japan games. so good. They get so many good games for themselves. It's it's madness. Again, we will talk about it, but Sega, what were you doing? Um, but Sega so made many, some questionable so questions. many great games that came out in Japan didn't make it even as far as <clears throat> North America. Didn't come out in Europe. But Rob, go on. <laughs> I was going to say SNES had the exact same thing. If you look at like all the kind of retro did. best game ever lists for that, 
It's all like all these Japanese mm. like RPGs like Chrono Trigger, which never came out in this country at all. Final Fantasies. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I'm, I, I just, the Saturn didn't get enough love. It didn't get enough love in the 90s, um, but there's some incredible games for it. Um, obviously, I've picked up all the, the arcade games that I had back then, mm. but there's a lot of obscure stuff that I've never played, never heard of. Um, and it's still, this is, this is obviously the other thing as well, it's all about Super Nintendo. If the Super Nintendo is becoming ridiculous price-wise oh. to collect for, mm. even car only, I mean, it's just mm. it's just silly. Yeah. And yeah, there's great games out there, but you're just going to pay mm. crazy amounts. But um, quite often, these these games for the Saturn, the Japanese versions, and again, it's kind of rare for imports. They're actually cheaper than the PAL versions. Yeah. And not only that, they have nicer packaging. Yeah, beautiful. Um, and if you're if you're playing an arcade game, the language barrier doesn't really exist because most of the time everything's in English. Um, you, you, you're not missing out. There'll be a I, little bit of storyline that's in Japanese, yeah. but you don't really need to know what the it hell's going It doesn't really on. matter. The um, menus and everything are in English. So. Yeah, and there's loads of cool stuff. I mean, so I'm, I'm a big um, shoot 'em up fan, and there's so many amazing 2D shooters on Saturn. Because um, for some reason, they thought in the West we only wanted to see 3D polygon games. Got marginalised by the PlayStation. Yeah, and they kept mm. all the cool 2D stuff in Japan. Um, and so, yeah, you can, whilst a lot of it's quite reasonable, um, games that people would have heard of even if they've never played them like Radiant Silver Gun that regularly goes for about two, three hundred quid um, go on I've got a quick I know you, the Japanese ones are better don't they yeah imagine and imagine you in the shop and you saw a <laughs> Japanese Saturn game and the power version same price yep what would you choose Japanese all day long it's not going to fall apart all day long oh you know <laughs> don't get me started on the Saturn packaging <laughs> for games over here um but yeah, there's, there's just a, a huge... The, the Kind of the holy grail for the Saturn is Panzer Dragoon Saga, um, which is a... 3D oh, Panzer it's, Dragoon. It's, it's, it's Panzer Dragoon, but it's an RPG. Um, so it's got your turn-based RPG elements, but in the 3D dragon-riding mm. world of Panzer Dragoon. Um, and that's incredibly rare. And so that goes for about 300 quid. And would be in Japanese. So how would you know what the hell's going on? You'd have to get a PAL version of that, I think. Oh, well. But that that is very expensive. Oh, there is a PAL version. Okay. Is it? Mm. But I mean, so yeah, the moment that's my thing is Saturn games, and more specifically Japanese Saturn games. But you do have to be careful because I picked one up really cheaply the other day. I cannot play it. It's a point and click adventure. I saw it on eBay, right? And yeah. it was dirt cheap. I think it was seven... It was seven pounds and seventy-seven pence, oh. but it was called <laughs> Lucky Sevens. It was called the Literary Fragment, All right. and it, the artwork looked really cool. And I was like, "This looks really interesting." I'm just going to take a punt on it because there's little to no information about it on the internet, mm-hmm. um, and it's mint condition. It's double disc, oh, yeah. um, but it's a point-and-click adventure, so and I can't. Work. It does work, <laughs> but the first screen, because I've, I've, I've <laughs> a little bit of information I have found about it. It's like a detective story. Oh wow! Um, but obviously. The, in Japanese, <laughs> and I cannot get past the first screen. I clicked on you know, everything. There's an answer to this. Go on. Learn Japanese. I know. I think I might have to. It's on my list of yeah, things to do. It'll only take you about four or five years. To yeah. Learn so in four or five years, I'll tell you what the literary fragment is oh. all about. At least it wasn't a weird, obscure Japanese dating game, dating <laughs> RPG. It, th- there's lots of those as well. There's lots of weird Japanese <laughs> games for the Saturn, like ones where you take pictures of girls and stuff. Like quick. <laughs> Creepy. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of odd stuff out there. But yeah, that's, so that's my thing. And yeah, I have this kind of between that and Dreamcast, having missed out on that first time around. Mm. 
mind to pick up some cool games for that. Yeah, as someone who kind of doesn't really collect that much stuff anymore, and obviously you have multiple consoles, I was just interested, do you tend to concentrate on one console at a time, or do you kind of think, oh, like, there are many things <laughs> I want, and if you see something cheap, like, yeah. I'll just take a punt on it's that. It's one of those, you kind of just keep your feelers out, but like, yeah. so at the, but at the moment I'm focusing on the Saturn, Yeah, you know, and so, yeah. so I've got, you know, Virtua Cop with the gun, and I've got the arcade yeah. racing wheel and stuff like that. Um, because yeah there's, there's just too much I mean talking about the Playstation 2 I love it and if I see stuff like I did recently for really good prices I'll grab them because places like CEX that tends to be all they have is like <laughs> Wii games and PS2 That's games true, yeah. um, CEX will start their own little retro corner now yeah have you seen some of the pricing yeah they're pretty mental but they've mm. got, they've got some good stuff in there yeah that's where I got, Resi- that's where got Resident Evil 7 um, Resident, Evil 7, Resident Evil 3 the other day actually mm. so from them that's pretty good yeah. that's pretty good but yeah it's, it would be too difficult to just go for everything I mean Mega Drive games they're going up in price aren't they mm. um, yeah SNES stuff so yeah for me I think you yeah, kind of have to pick one like Agent has like we kind of have yeah pick, Dreamcast pick stuff one, it's it. pretty cheap yeah, you can get good stuff. I got Sega Rally 2 the other day for like £10. Did you? Mm. Yeah. I still need to get that. Is it good? Yeah. It's good. It's yeah. good. 16-bit games are basically the same price now as what we paid when they were new. Uh, when they Almost. were new. Yeah, a lot of them are. A lot the of them are. good ones. Yeah. I, yeah. I bought Anything Thunder Force 4 EA. last year boxed in mm. like mint condition and it was I think it was 30 I think I paid 30 quid for it most like EA games you can get for under a 10 of those yeah because there were so many oh yeah you can get that EA sports one with uh, Madden and the first <laughs> NHL <laughs> game on for 99p yeah. box nice. of instruction yeah. but yeah the six. I mean I guess it's just as time goes on it's going to happen mm. you know the 8 bit stuff is really expensive now well the NES stuff is Master System mm. not so much Master System's all pretty cheap 16 bit stuff's going up in price and I guess it will happen with the Saturn and Playstation eventually although the Playstation 1 and 2 their libraries are so huge so what you're saying still quite cheap is that now, now is the time that I should really be collecting things that's what you're saying yes now is <laughs> that's the time basically, what you're saying is if I don't collect stuff now it's going to be it's going to be, too be late. priced out of the market yeah. that's what you're saying yes you better, I yeah. can't argue with that no there you go I, I can't argue with it <laughs> Dylan's going to die in a few decades and the people have to clear out his house which is like this clatter of plastic <laughs> so many consoles just pulling down as he's opened the door he suffocated from all the games yeah. but it was worth it always yeah. worth it right next one hmm. I'll throw this who should I throw this at first oh. I'll, throw it, I'll throw it you first Mr I'm, Dylan no. <laughs> favourite game or franchise if you have one so you don't have to pick a specific game if it's too hard game or franchise or franchise yeah does Sonic count as a franchise yeah <laughs> where would I be without the Sonic games I've been thinking about this obviously I love you know if we're talking about stuff that's still going today mm. love the Silent Hill games oh. love the Resident Evil games as franchises but as a character who's kind of I, I do like Mario stuff but you know, come on. Yeah, man. How, how much am I looking forward to Sonic Mania right now? Oh, <laughs> me too. Pre-order, I want to get the thing with the little, with the little uh, statue mm. and the little Mega Drive, and I want to get all well, that 70 quid, but I want to get it. Yeah. Hmm. I've pre-ordered mine. I'm glad you said Sonic. I love Sonic. And I guess without Sonic, I maybe wouldn't be as passionate about games. I don't think I'd be now. passionate about games. I mm. liked Sonic more, I think, than anything else, especially the Sonic 2, 3 era at the time. Yeah. But... Mm. 
I feel like the character is too much baggage now. There's too much... Uh, well, he's had too many bad games. Mm. Well, not just that. It's that weird subculture that's sprung up around it. I guess we can go into more detail. Yeah, but yeah I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It's... Um, yeah. it's that's, borderline creepy. That's it's happened borderline? with a lot of stuff online, though. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, just don't even Google pictures of Sonic and Tails. No. It'll ruin your life. Sonic is, <laughs> I think, the worst, creepiest fan base yeah. of any character there is. Except no, our lovely no, listeners. We, we except love, Pokemon. Yeah, no, yeah, except our love, lovely listeners. Yeah. If you love Sonic in a weird, intimate way, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah that's like, cool. We man. love you anyway. Yeah, just, don't listen um, to Rob. <laughs> Rob's too judgmental. Are you including the DeviantArt users amongst the listeners? <laughs> if they listen to us, they are our friends. They are friends. <laughs> we do not judge. But no, I think a kind safe of, place. <laughs> I think of Sonic as a bit like Die Hard. After after a certain point, I just pretend nothing ever happened. No. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's a good comparison. I think what's the one I Although I enjoy Sonic Two day, more than Die Hard Two. The 360 game, the, the racing one. Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. That's a great game. That's a brilliant game. But so it, most people agree that of his recent outings, that is that is a real competitor to Mario Kart. Oh, really? Have you played it yet? I haven't yet? played it yet. Oh, you have to come around It's so it. much fun. Oh, I'll end it to you. You've got 360, haven't you? I, hope. Well, I do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. Didn't mention that earlier, but... Yeah, he's had, he's had some terrible games in the last <laughs> decade or so. So everyone's really excited for Sonic Mania. Yeah. I know I am. So yeah, so Sonic... But, Matt, but yeah, let's, let's be honest, Mario's not too far behind. Oh, I love the good Mario game. Yeah, I do. I never really got into Zelda. Sorry, Adrian. But, you know. So, oh, Adrian's not no, crying. No, 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 sorry, Ed. I'm oh, sorry, Giz. Bite my lip. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, come on. Mario is the gift that keeps on giving as well. you got to say he's had probably less, he's had less duffers over less the years. Duffers. Which yeah. is not hard. <laughs> he's had less duffers than Sonic. When you play a Mario game, you know it's going to be top quality. You know, the yeah. platform games are brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, the Mario Galaxy games are really, really good. Oh, I love oh, that. Yeah, Mario, that's one of the reasons I actually get out of my Wii. Is yeah, it's top, top, isn't it? I've never played that one. It's, everything, it's it looks awesome. Everything I've seen. The, 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 the camera there. angles and you're on the, yeah. like, the planets and stuff, it's really fun. It looks yeah. fun. I've got most of the Wii U Mario games and they're, they're really good as well. I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm a huge fan of Mario. On a similar subject, my favourite game ever, Mario Kart 64. It's your favourite game ever? Yes. I'll even put there that you go. in. That was the question, really. It was favourite game or, or franchise of all time. So if that's your... Mm. That's just, a great game. It's a you perfe- go next. It's a I'll perfe- put it upstairs. It's very good. It's a perfect self-contained game. And also, even more than that, it's a brilliant multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of multiplayer game where it's not enough for you to win. You have to destroy everyone else as well <laughs> in the sneakiest, most creative <laughs> ways imaginable. It is, it is exactly down your street, isn't it, Rolf? It is like... Like, <laughs> like, basically, you have the battle levels where you can basically oh, get... God, the best yeah. ones, like the multi-level ones, where you I can basically get in there. House. Oh, my God. And you make, yeah. you're going to high level and just shoot the homing shells of people Ooh. or you kind of set traps. The best trap is, like, if you're kind of... You're going to you're kind of go along, you have those row of diamond kind of things... Mm. And you have a diamond mine, and you lay it right in the middle of that. So it looks like one of them, yeah. Yes. I used to do it all the time. Yeah. It does. It rewards deviousness. <laughs> if you have a string of bananas, you always leave them on a bridge. <laughs> of course, yeah. That hey, kind of stuff. Are you ready to hate me now, Rob? Here we go. Because Adrian's when... first... Oh. Adrian, no. No, I was going to chip in. Oh, okay. With, uh, okay. This is interesting, because <laughs> when I had my N64, I was looking for a racing game. And I had two choices at the time. Obviously, let's go on Mario Kart 64 and Diddy Kong Racing. Guess which I chose? <laughs> Diddy Kong Racing! <laughs> boom, boom. In Mario Kart, can you uh, ri- uh, fly aeroplanes? Can you what? Fly aeroplanes. Why would you want to? <laughs> I, actually, Diddy Kong Racing, is, have you played that? Yeah. It's, uh, Didn't care for it. Ooh. 
We might save this battle for another pod, maybe, actually. Yeah, we'll do a kart racing pod, because I want to talk about Crash Team Racing, because that's awesome. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're almost <laughs> not to fisticuffs there, but I don't know if we're doing racing. I'm going to throw that out there now. <laughs> so, aid. So, Rob, oh, do you want to talk a bit more about Mario Kart, or are you...? Uh, no, I think we kind of covered I just want to say, like, I've played a lot of the kind of later iterations of Mario Kart, mm. including the ones that have the N64 levels, and just... I don't know, it's not really as complete for me. I like kind of... I think the Wii one is really good. Mm-hmm. I've played that, like, I don't hate it, but... And it's got the, like you said, it's got the N64 levels in it. But I just think the the gameplay feels more complete than the N64. I think the controller yeah, works better with it in, as well. In the defence of the N64, coming from someone who's not a big fan, Mario Kart 64 and the original Super Mario Kart are my favourite Mario Kart games. Mm. And yeah, that is a game where the N64 controller really comes into its own, I think. Mm. It, you got a lot more control than yeah. Oh, yeah. Woofing the Wii controller, yeah. like swinging, swinging that left or right. Yeah, I suppose Mario Kart Eight's really good. If you want to give that a chance, I think that's a really, really top game. But yeah, the originals are brilliant. Do you want to pay fifty pounds? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. So Adrian, yeah, favorite game and/or franchise, or whatever. Yeah. Huge fan of Sensible Soccer. Mm. Definitely up there, in my top five games. Monkey Island, I love the series. It kind of, I think it reached its peak with Monkey Island 2. Uh, I think the, the future games were good, but they kind of petered out a little bit for me. But really has a lot of high regard in my eyes. Um, Half-Life, uh, I used to love playing. Half-Life 2 as well, absolutely exceptional game. Like proper proper immersive game. Duke and 3D, I love. But there is one franchise that tops it for me. <laughs> and I got into it relatively late, maybe, you could argue. Um, the Zeldas. Hmm. The Zelda games. <laughs> we couldn't first... have predicted that. No. Like, this, this is a turn up for the book. <laughs> <laughs> the first proper Zelda game I properly played, I know I've played a little bit at friends' houses, was Ocarina of Time. Hmm. And it's uh, it blew my mind, actually. It's my uh, probably my favourite game of all time, I'd say. And it's since then, I, I've played every single Zelda games after that. Okay, Not in the correct order, necessarily. Like Majora's Mask kind of completed uh, uh, this year on, on the 3DS, truthfully. But for most, really, after Ocarina of Time, I played pretty much every Zelda game after that in the correct order. Handheld games, I'm talking the Wii games, the, 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 every single sort of spin-off game I've played I own. And leading up to Breath of the Wild, which, which I'm playing right now, it's, it's hard to explain, but I love, I love the, the setting, I love the character. Link is great, you know, he's mysterious, he never talks. Um, he's learned how to jump now. He actually has a jump button on the Switch. He can actually <laughs> jump with uh, Link. It's just so great. And if you haven't played Zelda, uh, I don't know what, what you're doing with your life. Give it a chance. So, <laughs> you won't have a life after you start playing a Zelda game. I've only, I've only played, I think we said this before, I've only played Link to the Past. And yeah. See, I, I haven't really played that that much. Link's either. Awakening. Mm. They're the only ones. I've not played any of the more recent ones. Yeah. Have you tried playing the CDI? Zelda game you know what oh, no. I've seen that no Ooh. I haven't and actually I'd really love to play it one day <laughs> the, the, yeah someone needs to give us a CDI CDI please Sorry. donate one to Arcade Attack yeah. I've heard they're not very good Zelda games no but it's got cutscenes and he speaks as well oh yeah no, he never and he's got a really annoying voice mm. so that's why he keeps his mouth shut then he does like this I'm Link where's Princess Zelda <laughs> but yeah no Zelda's up there I love it so much nice. So Keith, sure. Ooh. it's hard. This is—I don't know why I put this question down because it's really hard. <laughs> it's so hard. You came up with a question. I know it's not fair. Um, I've got several franchises that I love. 
as you guys know, mm. Silent Hill. Mm. Silent Hill 2 is one of my favourite games of all time. Mm. Metal Gear Solid. Oh. Metal Gear Solid is one of my favourite games of all time. Uh. You know, and I've sunk a stupid number of hours into the Phantom Pain recently. Um, but in the end, it's fairly obvious which one I'm going to pick. <laughs> It's Resident Evil. Hey. That is a turn off for the book. And no, again. you're shocked as well. I'm, it's like Adrian the Mazzano. bookies aren't going to be happy today. I just, I, I, <laughs> no. I racked my brain and obviously going back, yeah, I love Sonic as a character. Um, but games that I still get sucked into now, um, nothing has ever really topped playing the first game um, except when I played the HD version last year. Mm. Um, the atmosphere... The characters, the, the whole the Umbrella Corporation business is just, I don't know, the gameplay as well. Because when I played the first game on the PlayStation, 96 was it? 97. No, yeah. sorry, I played it on the Saturn because we got it on the Saturn. Yeah, you had the Saturn. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was so creepy. So creepy. Um, and Silent Hill 2 is probably the only other game that's evoked an atmosphere like that. Um, and yeah, I, I just love it. I love it. I know not every game has been great. I mean, I'm actually I've got back into Resident Evil Five lately. Um, I'm enjoying it. I mean, it's, it's it's not Resident Evil Four. I'm pulling a funny face. I know you are. It. It's not as good as Resident Evil Four, but it has you know it has its charms. And I think that's another thing about the franchise that I like is there's a nice variety to it now. Remind me to lend lend you Resident Evil Six. Oh yes, before you go. yes, yes. Because yeah. you've got the you know what we remember as t- traditional survival horror of the first mm-hmm. three games and Code Veronica and then obviously we switched to the over the shoulder third person action game yeah. um, and then obviously in the last year we've had Resident Evil 7 which is mm. first person um, and I've enjoyed all of them and yeah there's just, just something about the franchise that I, that I really love so yeah that'd be my favourite which is a surprise to no one <laughs> there you go Very good. when's uh, the Resident Evil kart racing game coming out <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine that would be awesome <laughs> the liquor is overtaking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was it Brandon oh, Bagsy Chris Redfield yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> okay so this one I'll just aim at well I'd see yeah it's kind of a two part oh, we already know what current generation systems we've got I've got a Playstation 4 Dill's got a Playstation 4 Adrian's got a Switch Switch yeah, yeah. Switch is um, and if you could and recommend PC. just one current generation game yeah what would it be well I'll tell you what it wouldn't be go on then what it wouldn't be is No Man's Sky <laughs> the hype behind <laughs> that game <laughs> <laughs> it's good if you want, if you got insomnia, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Well, you know, that's it's, what um, I Yeah, but I know. I, th- I think I know what Adrian would would, would recommend as a current gen game because he's already mentioned. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, I've already mentioned that's it. And, um, true. I played it earlier today. I've, I, again, like Keith said, um, what game was it? You put those hours in. Sorry. Oh, Metal Gear Solid yeah. Five. Yeah. Again, I need to work out how many hours I've been into this, but I've, I've been playing the Zelda Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild for. We've been playing it since the Switch came out, which was yeah. March. Was it, it March? Yeah, and I'm still <laughs> discovering new shrines. I'm still discovering little sub-missions. To be fair, I could complete the game if I wanted to. Now, I'm not saying I'm being edited, but I'm, I'm up to the stage where I can fight Ganon. Yeah. I haven't done that, but I've, re- I've reluctant. Hold him back. Hold him back to defeat Ganon because I'm doing all the sort of side missions. And it's, it's lovely. You go back to... oh Yeah, it's, it's definitely... I know you can get it on the Wii U, and that, that's fair enough, but the Switch version, I, I, I've heard... Uh, it is the real real version to get so I highly recommend it 
So what was what would you recommend? Oh, um, <laughs> you said you wouldn't recommend No Man's Sky. <laughs> There's a couple of okay ones. That's 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 how I feel about current Dude. gen gaming. I feel like they're Don't okay. You, since you got your PS4, you haven't really played no. anything and told me, "Oh my god, Keith, this no. is amazing." And I've had, you know, there've been quite a few PS4 mm. games that have come in and out of the household, and <laughs> they've all left hanging their heads, unfinished, and yeah. unloved, unfinished, unloved. <laughs> I think the best of them is probably Resi Seven. Resi yeah. Seven is probably the best one of the lot. He says with a shrug and a, <laughs> a resigned look on his face. Uh, was there a game that's coming up soon that you've really got your eyes on that you think this actually could be brilliant? Or you want PS4? Well, any next gen console, maybe. No. Oh. You've got that oh. stage I was talking about earlier with music. You yeah. Just yeah. Out. It's either like something. This I is just like, noise. Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's just no character in games. In, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm sweet talking on that. He's going to get on his soapbox. Yeah, I'm getting on my soapbox. There's no character in, in, new, in, new, in new gen gaming. There is, but it depends what you're looking for. Have you for. seen Injust- was it Injustice 2? The one with the... Yeah, I played, in, I played Injustice. It was a bit... Yeah. People, some people love it. I, it's just I mean, it's so cool for five minutes. It's a beat-em-up, but you can yeah. play Batman and you can beat the crap out you of Superman. Play, yeah. So you can um, just pretend to be Batman. Yeah, and you can do the special move where the Batmobile comes in and runs over whoever you're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> there's some really cool stuff in it. Uh, but, yeah. There's no, there's no heart. No heart. Where's the heart? But yeah, I I'll tell you where no... the heart is. <laughs> the, the heart is in, in the games that you kind of resist against. All right. Those kind of, you know, more cinematic games. <laughs> well, Rob's wet himself laughing. I've no idea why. <laughs> like... Paint a ride, paint a racing stripe over it. <laughs> what? I thought it was not a Simpsons thing. Oh, I don't even get them. Get them. <laughs> we don't know. Like was... I'm laughing too. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe edit this bit. <laughs> no, I'll keep the bit in. Keep the bit in. I'm going to yeah. cheat. Resi 7. Okay, so there's Resi 7. I'm going to cheat because it's not really a common gen game. Ooh. Don't like cheaters. That's no, well, it, well, it is because I played it on my PS4, and it was a, it was like a HD remaster of the original, and it's The Last of Us. Oh, okay. So it's cl- look at the face he pulled. <laughs> look at the face he pulled. <laughs> we should film these pods already. And just we should. Dylan's just Dylan's reactions, <laughs> like to your jokes and stuff. Oh, <laughs> he does the stony like, face. If they come up with a two-button <laughs> control system for The Last of Us, <laughs> <laughs> because I played it for a week. Went back, left it a couple of weeks before I picked up again. Didn't know how the hell to control the character. <laughs> so I just gave up. No, I mean, I, I absolutely love that game. Um, I can't say enough good things about it. I'm super excited for the second one, which we haven't got a date on yet. But if you haven't played it, you must play it. It's just, it's amazing. Dylan didn't get into it. I haven't played it. I, um, you yeah. need to play it. I recommended it to my brother. Yeah. From your recommendation. Oh, it's so awesome. He's played it. He I mean, it's it. just that combination. There maybe isn't anything that new in some of the gameplay. It's a lot of stealth, zombie shooting. But it was the story and the graphics and the music and the combination of all of it just coming together. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's one of the best gaming experiences I've ever had. And I'm not afraid to say it, despite what Dylan says. <laughs> you believe him, Dylan. Yeah. Meanie. So, yeah, The Last of Us. <laughs> if you guys ever, ever meet us, if you want to talk current gen gaming, just just go keep. Yeah, don't talk to Dylan. It'll just pull yeah. a, a, give you a dirty look. <laughs> All right, so before we wrap it up, one more question. Yeah. Um, start with Rob and go around. Most treasured gaming possession and why? Um, and it doesn't you know maybe something you owned in the past or yeah I don't think I really have that much stuff left over but one of the things I'd like to have 
is um, when I was I think 12 or 13, I went to Live 94, 95. I can't remember which one. And um, they had a lot of kind of Mega Drive era stuff on there. And I won some kind of mini gaming competition. Oh, wow. Or maybe I came... No, I think I came second. The winner actually got a free game. And oh. I was not happy about that. But I got, a, <laughs> I got this like cool yellow Sonic Hedgehog t-shirt. Oh, nice. Which nice. I loved. And yeah, it was solid for a couple of years. And then probably chucked out because yeah. you can't really... You can't really wear that. You couldn't at the time wear that stuff past a certain age. You can now. Now you can. Yeah. It's retro. It's like exactly. <laughs> it's like kind of wearing an X Men like kind of T shirt from the nineties would be super cool now. Mm. Are you telling me my Zool T shirt would be cool right now? Then yeah, there are limits. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Zool was ever cool. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, I would think that's the kind of thing it would be nice to have as an actual kind of retro original mm. kind of thing. That would be cool. Yeah, definitely. Eight. Most treasured gaming possession. Ooh. Another World on the Amiga was one of my favourite games. I loved it. I, and uh, it, it was across many platforms. I, uh, when I got into my Jaguar collection, I soon realised they were going to release a new version. Uh, <coughs> arguably the best version, of people said actually, of Another World on the Atari Jaguar. A limited run. I believe 200 were ever made. I might, you know, not, don't quite be exactly on that thing, but not a lot were released. And I managed to pick it up from the producer early doors, so I probably paid about sixty euros for it. So uh, the exchange rate was a bit bit better back then, I think. So <laughs> it could probably cost about fifty odd quid, and it, it is a lot of money. But I remember printing my Jaguar, loving it, completing it, still getting the really good feelings about it. And and since then, um, because it's such a limited run, the, the price is skyrocketing. I was going to say, is that one of the most valuable games you own now as well? Yeah, it is valuable. I think, like I said. On the Facebook group, for example, the Tara Jag group that I've joined, people were trading them uh, for, for up to two two hundred pounds, if not more. Really? And um, yeah, I'm, I feel quite lucky to have it. <clears throat> um, my advice would be: if you see a limited edition or a very short run game, pick it up. Homebrew, yeah. homebrew. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's so good, and the, the box is awesome. It's a great conversion of the game. I, I really enjoy it. Um, another game that I think. I, it's a terrible game, but I know it's got some monetary value. Is Home Alone on the Mars system? <laughs> I, uh, I saw that on eBay. There was like a similar bundle of games, and there was a terrible photo. I don't know who the seller was, but he took a terrible photo. And if you zoomed into the picture just hard enough, you looked behind a lot of the boxes, you could see uh, it's, it's only a cartridge, unfortunately, but you could just about read Home Alone. But I reckon not many. I was using my eagle eyes. I, took it, I wasn't even 100% sure if it was Home Alone. I thought, oh, if that's Home Alone, that's pretty rare. So I. I, I Bought about sort of 10, 12 games in total for about, again, £40. Good, good selection of games, actually. But yeah, it was Home Alone. And that's worth a pretty penny these mm. days. Unfortunately, it's not boxed. But again, that's, I'm quite proud of that. That's sometimes the best way to get some valuable games, isn't it? In bundles. In bundles. Because they tend, they, sometimes people that don't really know what they've got there in yeah. terms of like value. Mm. That's right. Um, so yeah, that's a good one. Slightly off kilter a little bit, but the, the game that I... Uh, I don't know how I lost it, but the game I much loved, I, my original Ocarina of Time. I've got all my N64 cartridges, but apart from that one, so I don't know where that's gone. So I feel quite sad about that. But yeah. you, would you have ever enjoyed it as much as Home Alone and the Master System? <laughs> that's the question. <laughs> that is the question in itself. Um, but that, well, I think, yeah, overall it's the Jaguar, another world, absolutely brilliant. Do You know mine, I, was, I mentioned it earlier. Of course, the master, original Master System. The original Master System. The original Ghostbusters. And kindly returned Ghostbusters, first ever games, you know, 
going up on your wall. They're going despite yeah. what the missus says. My my <laughs> my cousin poured coke in my. <laughs> oh yeah, you told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by accident, completely by accident. But the thing still worked. It still lives. It still, it still worked. I think even on that day that I just kind of like wrung it out a bit, stuck in the amazing or not so amazing pit fighter that I brought from Blockbuster yeah. in it, and it worked. You're lucky there wasn't a thunderstorm on because if what I've seen in 80s movies is true, the Master System would have come to life. <laughs> the pit fighter, it'd be some sort of really dodgy mutant <laughs> oh, fighting machine. Can I? Yeah. The smell of Coke. Oh, yeah. oh sticky. Yeah. Uh, mine is something I've talked about before. I talked about it when I did the uh, Saturn pickups when I first started talking about some of my Japanese Saturn games. Um, it's just one game. I mean, I've got loads of consoles. I've got consoles I owned when I was a kid. And it's Power Drift. Yeah. Yeah. Power it's on the Sega Saturn. Um, it was only ever released in Japan for some crazy reason. But Power Drift, I don't know if you ever remember, Rob. Power that, Drift arcade game. Is that the one where you're always going off ramps? Yes! Yes. Rob remembers! <laughs> It, yeah, it was obviously it was great. Uh, it was the uh, late eighties. I think it was nineteen eighty eight. The arcade game came out. You sat in the car, um, and it was a it was like the first kart racing game because although it was a, it was a race, they, the, the, the circuits were really short. Um, but yeah, they had ramps up, down, bridges, um, and it was it was just amazing. There's, the whole screen used to tilt as the car tilted in the arcade, and I just have these really vivid memories of playing it when I was a kid on family holidays and stuff. And I hadn't, I literally hadn't played it since I was 10. Cool. I was going to say, I think maybe the first kart racing game might have been, I can't remember what it was called, but we played it in that bar the other day. Or maybe I think you played it with that one where it's like a green, blue, green, red, blue, green, and yellow cars, all going around in this like sand pit oh, yeah, circle. You have that? nitros. Oh. Yeah, the one where you had to like spin off road. Off road. Oh, oh with the, did you have the steering wheel? On yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, you can like, spin it. That's a great game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this was the first part, kind of like behind the car. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and it was a, yeah, it was a Yu Suzuki game, um, and it, I just remember loving it so much as a kid. And you know, I grew up, forgot about it. And I, I heard that it had been released on the Saturn, and it had only been released in Japan. And so once I started, it was actually the main reason I bought the action replay cartridge yeah. for the Saturn, and it wasn't cheap. Um, this one game on its own cost me seventy quid Ooh. because it's not a very it's not very common even in Japan. Um, and when I got it and booted it up and started playing it, I swear to God, I got a lump in my throat oh, because mm. it just brought back these really vivid memories of when I was a kid. Um, and it's just that nostalgia. And it's actually, I mean, you guys have played it now. It's great game. Yeah, it's come great around game. and play it. Yeah, it's, um, it's still really great fun now. I think um, you should do it's, Yeah, pardon it when they're probably. I will talk about yeah, because yeah. it's really overlooked. People talk about those late 80s Sega arcade games Outrun, Space Harrier, Afterburner, yeah. Two Pang On. And no one ever talks about it. And it's, it's criminal. Mm. Um, but yeah, I really loved it. And it's just, I mean, I guess, you know, we're doing a retro gaming podcast. That hit of nostalgia is kind of what it's all about. Um, And yeah, I absolutely love it. It's just that one game out of many that I own. um, And I was so happy to get it. You know, it was just like that childlike kind of joy. Um, And it sounds super cheesy, but that was it. And that's my most treasured gaming possession. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. So I think, wow, we've gone on for quite a while. Um, yeah, if anyone's still with us. If you're still there, well done. You deserve a medal, but... Yeah. Maybe, maybe they can yeah. share their ideas and yeah. they agree yeah. with us. And answer those questions and let us know. But uh, hopefully, that after listening to us ramble on over these last pod, few podcasts, maybe people have got a better idea of 
where we're from. Yeah, where we're we come we're from in a gaming sense, and yeah. you know yeah. our histories and our passions and stuff. So, yeah, hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top tens, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and from SoundCloud and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes where you can also leave us a review and a rating which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.